Hey everyone, welcome to the show. So I have bigly news to share about investigations into the confirmed sexual abuser, Donald Trump. Um, the Justice Department's investigation into his theft of government documents appears to be coming to an end and Trump and his minions are freaking out. Um, it became abundantly clear yesterday because Trump shared a letter on his failing social media site. And this letter was addressed to Attorney General Merrick Garland. Um, although it was signed by Trump's attorneys, it's painfully obvious that he either wrote it himself or he dictated it. And I just have secondhand embarrassment for these attorneys for putting their names on it. It sounded like it was written by a child. It's just dripping with desperation. I mean, it's very pathetic. So. It read in part, quote, unlike President Biden, his son Hunter and the Biden family, President Trump is being treated unfairly. No president in the United States has ever in the history of our country been baselessly investigated in such an outrageous and unlawful fashion. We request a meeting at your earliest convenience to discuss the ongoing injustice that is being perpetrated by your special counsel and his prosecutors. <laughs> oh my God, it is so sad. It's, it's like I said before, it's like playing hot and cold with Trump. He will always let you know when you're getting warmer. And right now he knows he's going down. Because remember, he knows what the grand jury is hearing and seeing, right? No doubt he has talked to these witnesses and he knows what direction that they're taking with this whole investigation. And one thing that might explain why he's panicking is this newly reported subpoena. Um, you guys might have heard about this. This was a subpoena issued to the Trump Organization for records pertaining to Trump's dealings with foreign countries. The subpoena was issued last month, and according to the New York Times um, and sources that they have, the subpoena, quote, sought details on the Trump Organization's real estate licensing and development dealings in seven countries, China, France, Turkey, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, the United Arab Emirates and Oman. So the special counsel requested all records for any deals made with these countries or residents from these countries, I would assume, since 2017, since he took office. So it would seem they're trying to determine if those classified documents are related in any way to Trump's business dealings. I mean, would we be shocked at all if Trump, you know, if we were to find out that Trump sold some of those documents to a foreign country or that he gave them away as a quid pro quo. And if that can be proven, then that gives Jack Smith the motive that he needs, Trump's motive, to, to, to totally make his case for obstruction. And then it also just solidifies the charge of espionage. And although a Washington Post source said this subpoena produced no new information outside of what we already knew, what was already in public, we don't know everything. We don't know every single thing that the special counsel has or what the grand jury has been told by witnesses. You know, what we do know is that, at least according to one of Trump's now former attorneys in the case, Attorney Boris Epstein tried to prevent a search of Trump's New Jersey golf club. 
That's what was said in a CNN interview. It was Tim Parlatori, who I mentioned in the previous update, who has now left the, the Trump legal team for this case. And he told them in this interview, quote, in my opinion, he was not very honest with us or with the client on certain things. There were certain things like the searches that he had attempted to interfere with. And then Parlatori also said that Epstein filtered out information to, that Trump needed to hear. And he and others made it more difficult for these attorneys like Parlatori to defend him. He basically said like he watered everything down. He didn't want Trump to hear anything bad or anything negative. So he wasn't getting a clear picture of where he was at, how, you know, the legal peril that he was truly in. And evidently, Parlatori and another attorney staged a kind of intervention and they tried to urge Trump to remove Epstein from the case. And he apparently did. He, he told him that he needed to take a step back. But in the end, Parlatori still left and he said, quote, it's difficult enough fighting against DOJ, and in this case, a special counsel. But when you also have people within the tent that are also trying to undermine you, block you, and really make it so that I can't do what I know I need to do as a lawyer. And when I am getting into fights like that, that's distracting from what's necessary to defend the client and ultimately was not in the client's best interest. So I made the decision to withdraw. I still don't buy his excuse 100%. I mean, even if what he's saying is true, I still think that CNN town hall was the final nail in the coffin. You know, no attorney wants their client going on live TV and admitting their crimes. <laughs> so, you know, you just know these attorneys go home at night and they tell their significant others that they have a moron for a client. <laughs> so next up is the hush money trial. Trump appeared remotely before Judge uh, Juan Mershon yesterday, and he warned him that he will be found in contempt of court if he shares evidence in this case, if he shares it publicly. The judge also set a trial date. It's going to be March 25th of 2024. And he told all parties, you know, clear your calendars, don't make any plans around that time. Well, according to reporters who saw this all go down firsthand, Apparently, Trump was shaking his head and he looked annoyed. He didn't like the date being set because it's right in the middle of the primary. And then also he didn't like the fact that the judge is telling him he can't share evidence. Um, but the judge issued a protective order in this case. And that's what this falls under because he's concerned Trump is going to try to use evidence or other information from this case to try to intimidate and silence witnesses. Now, in addition to that limitation, Marshawn said that Trump's attorneys can't provide copies of any of the discovery items they receive to anyone outside of Trump's legal team. And Trump is only allowed to see certain documents while in the presence of his attorneys. So he is putting a leash on him um, or a choke chain. <laughs> and of course, as soon as the hearing ended, Trump goes and jumps on Truth Social, or Troth Social, as he calls it, and he claimed, oh, my First Amendment rights to freedom of speech are being violated. Really? <laughs> I mean, he can say whatever he wants about the case. He just can't talk about the evidence. Next up is the Trump sexual abuse case. As you guys likely know, 
Trump made additional defamatory statements about E. Jean Carroll at that CNN town hall. He also continued to insult and defame her on his failing social media site. So Carol has now amended her first complaint, which is, you know, that's the one that pisses me off. The DOJ is still defending him against it. Anyway, she amended that first complaint and she's asking now for 10 million in damages in that case. So did Trump finally learn his lesson? No, of course not. His mouth his fragile ego are his own worst enemies. He went back on his social media site and he continued to demean and degrade and deny. So um, Trump also insulted the judge from that trial. And then he said, quote, where's the dress she said she had? If his supporters fall for that one, they're just bigger fools than I thought because he's the one for two years who refused to turn over DNA so that she could match it against a sample on the dress. Um, anyway, Trump is appealing the jury's decision awarding Carol that $5 million for the defamation and the sexual abuse. So let's hope the courts rush this through. You know, Carol is 79 years old. She does not have time for, dra for Trump to keep dragging this through the courts. It's, like I said, it's already been like, what, two, three years since she filed the, the first case. Um, but, you know, he has his, his followers convinced that, oh, she just filed it. This is all about the election. No, he was still president when she filed the first case. So anyway, guys, when I hear more, I'll let you know. But ooh, it's getting hot in here, Nellie. <laughs> all right. I'll talk with you guys soon. Love you all. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Take care.